Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh and Bonnie Chavda, presented by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. Praise God. Praise God. It's good we can come together and give praise to the living God. I did want to I begin uh, this morning, but I wanted to reassert again our giving thanks to all the people who volunteered during this wonderful conference we had last week. It was an important event because the enemy, biological warfare, whatever COVID had tried to separate people, scare them, make them fearful, be anxious. And it was, I think, some of our politicians, politicians called it the Wuhan virus or the China virus. But whatever it was, I felt like it was possibly very much a biological warfare thing. But it was important for us in the context of what we had gone through and what the children had gone through for us to get together and to have a convocation like how God arranged for the children of Israel to convocate and be together at certain times of the year. And at this time, in this hour, in this year, I felt it was important. It really rang a bell that we get together and praise Him like we have never praised Him before and go to the Word and worship Him. And we are at a coming to a kind of climax. But it started for us in some ways, if I can say it that way. That after Labor Day, we went on a 40-day fast. And underlining the words of Jesus, this kind does not go out except through prayer and fasting. And I heard from many different people that this was one of the most, most graced fasts that people had such grace. Some people did 40 days. Some people chose to do half of the week and then uh, they would eat. But however they fasted, that they felt that even the children had tremendous grace to pray and fast. And it was for a reason. We had several purposes in it, and some personal, but some national. And I want to reiterate that the national is coming to a head in a few days, but what, 10, 12 days? November 8th is when, no, huh? Nine days. Nine days. And I'm grateful for people here even who are involved. Yes. Cindy, 
Wave your hand. Yes, thank She's you. She's very much involved in helping people. Thank you for all your efforts. And I don't know whether Leah is actively involved she's in active, campaigning. Probably in Charleston today. Being yeah. in, she's in Charleston for the school board. We had uh, Bishop uh, Murphy. Murphy. Uh, his Hamani Fisher. People were there. Mecklenburg County for school board. We had um, six persons that are running in various places uh, around and the state. And we got to pray for some of And them in Virginia, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and a key person, a superintendent. From Vir in Virginia. Virginia. Uh -huh. Yeah. Was here too for prayer. And we continue to lift them up. Yeah. So this, our assignment continues. Uh, mixed with praise and worship and thanksgiving. But realize that we are, uh, we want to pray that every believer will go and vote. We want to encourage people yeah. yes. Amen. to show up Amen. and vote. And secondly, we pray for every candidate that godly ones will get elected. Yes. Yeah, the, the word pray... I know, obviously, when we think about pray and prayer and all of that, we're thinking about coming together and, you know, voicing our supplication, our thanksgiving, our communication to the Lord. The, the idea of prayer is literally that, to make your voice heard or to become a supplicant, to intercede or to request. And if we can all the more adapt that way of thinking as a spiritual exercise of godliness through our vote as long as we have that liberty in this nation. Not everyone has it. And couple that together with our Christian walk, with our Christian vocation, and get involved and absolutely reject the... Uh, what I think is a humanist or maybe even a hyper-religious idea that somehow the Christian life of godliness is separate from being engaged in the public square. And I was looking again at um, the letters uh, to Timothy, 1 Timothy, um, and those, those two specific verses. It says, first of all, let supplications, in other words, be a supplicant, one who stands in the gap, intercessor, and giving of thanks. We learned something from Barbara Yoder during conference, a fresh word from the Lord that praise ushers in revelation as knowing what time it is and what to do in response to that, and that ushers in the provision. To carry out, the Bible says that God supplies that we might have everything we need for every good work. And I think there's a shift. There's a shift in our thinking. It's a movement outward. It's a, it's a seeing Jesus as he is, the Lord on his throne with the earth at his footstool, making every knee bow and every tongue confess. And that's our part to get involved in that. But the, in, in the scripture here, the result of this is in order that salvation might come to all because peace abounds. 
and godliness rules. And if there is ever something exactly that our nation needs, it's peace to abound because there's this, there's this radical unrest that is uh, disturbing folks um, at all times. And so it's for us to walk in the absolute assurance that God is hearing our prayers and to carry that faith into our communities, into our daily life in a consistent way. Uh, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. And then in uh, chapter 6, godliness with contentment is great gain. There's one that needs to be restored to the heart of our message, to our own hearts, to our quest in life. That, and he says, because we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And so there's this shift in the quest of what is valuable. And he says, so if we've got food and clothing, chill, get on with the work. And right now, even our supplications through our vote and our prayers together as the church are really about some basic things, food and clothing, because these are things through uh, not just natural circumstances, but very much more so through the intervention of man putting his hand on the various economic aspects, including regulation of uh, currencies and uh, all, of, all of the policies that affect farming and, and, and energy supplies that affect supply chains. And these are the interventions of men. And so we need our God to hear our prayer and intervene. And we've got to maintain our call of God <laughs> that we, everything is done with praise and worship and glory and thanksgiving. And uh, there are key races and as we look at the news, I was struck, by the way, I don't, I'm a little cautious of specific people, but a lady named Carrie Lake, who's running in Arizona, you just kind of sense something extra. There's an anointing to confront the powers of darkness. And way back, if you remember, some of you may remember, we, uh, of course, our mentor, Derek Prince, he was very much into, he was one of the pioneers in teaching with the move of the Holy Spirit. We pray for our nation. Pray for the government. And Pray for Israel. And in that prayer, he would also, he pointed out the presence of the sp spirit of witchcraft through the media in the United States from way back. 
and it is still here. And I was struck by the gifting that this lady has. She has, was 30 years in the media herself. She was a reporter, but she will nail. The media covers a lot of with subtle things and the word, the, the way they put words, it puts some of us in a kind of stupor or a trance where you don't realize what's really behind there. And this one has really, Carrie has a tendency to go right to the truth. And I was really blessed to hear, but may that yeah. bring us to a consciousness that we bind Amen. the spirit of witchcraft yes. and manipulation yes. that's coming from our media. And so that's in the context of our praise and worship. We're going to pull down strongholds. And among the strongholds we need to pull down in our mind and then generally is the witchcraft manipulation that's yeah. still coming uh, aggressively. How they hide things that are blatant, but they will hide big, big events that you say, wait, wait a minute, what happened there? No, 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 you don't, don't look at that. Here, this, and, and the art of using words to put Christians to sleep. And then, but it is something to give thanks for as we're coming almost just a week and a half away from elections, I thought it was important for us to share a little bit about this and pray and bind as never before these powers of witchcraft and manipulation so that people in the United States who are wonderful, that there are a lot of just godly, God-believing Americans but may they not be put in a stupor. May lying and fraud not be the ruling spirits in these elections that we will see truth. And we see in this hour parents waking up, especially mothers. Yeah. And I, I am so proud of all these mothers saying, don't you touch my child. And these vast influences that wanted to propagandize and brainwash our children to even question their own sexuality. And uh, it, it is bizarre what was happening in our school systems. But people are waking up. Praise the Lord. From state Praise to the state. Lord. It is a time and of revelation. Mothers sure. are waking up. And God yeah. bless yeah. them. And fathers too. And that there will be, I pray, as we keep on praising and thanking, that there will be a change, that we, will, that we are used to being a free nation, that our systems of law, like FBI, others, will serve as tools of America, not a certain wing 
of political beliefs. Well, and even uh, more so as tools of righteousness, of the right way, rather than perverting justice. I mean, that's simple. That's what they're there for. And, uh, uh, you know, our founding is unique, and the idea of checks and balances was written into our, uh, you know, original way and original document. So we have a big reason to praise the Lord as a congregation this Amen. morning, though, because yesterday we experienced a miracle, a living miracle, and we want to thank the Lord for that. Um, Bill, don't know if you're Bill feeling like it, but Bill Chaplinsky, do you feel like? Do you feel okay? Do you feel like it? Let us pray for you, but we want to thank the Lord. Let him share what happened. Um, Ron, can you bring Bill a microphone, please? The scripture says, "To the Lord belongs great deliverance," and indeed, Bill, if you don't mind, come over here in the light. Not at all. And. I do want to say first, um, pinging directly on what you said about the fasting and prayer. And I realized sitting back there a few minutes ago, oh, that's what it was. The Lord showed me that, and I was one of those people that fasted for 40 days. And I fasted two of the hardest things for me to fast. And there was just nothing but grace. Never happened in my life. Oh, it was just, it was absolutely amazing. <clears throat> and so what I realized was, and the Lord showed me that as a result of this, he was, you know, if you can just imagine a, a bricklayer going, <laughs> and that's what he was doing all 40 days, just building up this wall and it's not the wall is permanent necessarily. You do have to maintain it and keep it or it will. But it was freshly built. Come on. And I think that's probably what saved my life. <laughs> I really do. Um, and Amy Johnson was there. And she's a PACU nurse. And she was like, it's amazing that you're alive. Because whenever farm tractors and farm augers fight a human, the human always loses. And um, do you know what an, <clears throat> what an auger is? If you don't, it's about this big around, at least with the tractor, when, and it's a spiral. And it just pulls up dirt, and, and nothing will stop it. It's like a massive drill bit. Yeah, it's a massive drill bit. Anything that gets in it, it will suck it down, and if it's attached to something, it will just rip it off. Um, but there's also this crossbar. And it's, this rotates this way, well, this way, and it turns a sprocket, and it rotates this, this way. So this thing I needed to put, they had me as the weight, to put weight down on it. And I said, that eh, makes sense. Yesterday. Yesterday. You were at the, repairing at the, fences. Yeah, you, know, you need to help me. If I'm, I, I'm there with you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> She's always said, be pithy, Bill, be pithy, and I, I try. Well, we are... Happy that you're here. Yeah. Well, let me just, I'll, I'll just say this. Um, it is truly a miracle because I was just that far away from the spiral, but my clothes got caught in the crossbar and it pulled me. It was like that. And 
I, they said I didn't break any ribs, but they took me to the ER. They did CT scan from here up to make sure I wasn't internal hemorrhaging. hemorrhaging. Well, Had what it, been, it did is it grabbed Bill's jacket and his clothing and shredded it, wrapped yeah. it into that with such tension on his body it's, that it was hanging him and attempting to crush his torso, break his back, break yeah. his ribs, whatever. And it and was within split seconds. Yeah, it, it was. It was within split seconds, and it ripped skin off here and uh, kind of did that with my neck there. And But uh, it, it literally, I was, I was literally two seconds away from having my back broken. And uh, thank, you, thank you, Lord. Thank it was Lord. that wall. That's just what Come he showed on. me. Thank you, Jesus. It was the fasting Lord. and the prayer, not just of me, but of all of you. Yes. And pastors were praying for me, and I just thank you so much. Um, so it just I just thank the Lord. So if you see me doing this, that's me trying to breathe. <laughs> but, um, yeah, thank you, Lord, because everything hit me. Oh, okay. Uh, so there was uh, an, an older man that owns the farm. He's very slow, and I'm screaming, stop, stop, stop. And then cut me out, cut me out. And they finally stopped it. And it was already on my, it was, it was bad. But he pulls out his little knife and he starts going. And so I yanked the knife from his hand and I started cutting like this. And um, someone came behind me and I said, just cut into me. I don't care. Just cut it off. Anyway, we were able to get it off. And so... Don't get in a fight with an auger. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Can you just praise the Lord for what he has done for us? Thank you, Jesus. To the Lord belongs deliverance from death. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For the miracle deliverance. Thank you, Lord. Wow. We give the Lord all the praise. Yeah. And his holy angels guarding you. So we uh, recommended that from now on, when Bill is working with farm tools, he wears spandex. <laughs> Nothing hanging loose. <laughs> <laughs> I sent him a picture of Nacho Libre. I said, lose the cape, dress like this, you'll be fine. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. I do want to take note that we are in a Exceptional season. This is, for me, we have just concluded the days, the Feast of Trumpets, the Feast of Tabernacles, and that blowing of the shofar was a very notable part of that season of harvest. It's still going on in Israel, and I want, it's reflected spiritually that which is in the natural is for us in the spirit. And there are lessons for us, and we want to stay in that gear of praise and thanksgiving That in that context that we are living in this time. The calendar says tomorrow is Halloween. And I just wanted to tell you that it comes from 
the it came from the Druid and the Celtic backgrounds way back before the gospel came to those lands in Scotland and Ireland especially what we are going through or what we have as the traditions here and people are going to kids are going to dress up in all kinds of outfits and go trick and treating but I just want you to know that the background is from uh, the, the historically the pagan pagan worship Samhain and others uh, and it was Druid, Celtic and then the gospel came and the church of Jesus Christ the, came they were missionaries St. Patrick uh, chased out all the snakes from Ireland uh, people like that, that in that tradition so they turned some of the pagan holidays or special days to more underline the significance of Christian belief and so in that context they called us this All Hallows Eve um, honoring saints and martyrs especially those who had passed on to the heavenly glory that year and honored that and so it was All Hallows Eve and it was shortened to Halloween so uh, we want to, I remember when we had the school here, we did a special day we recognized and it was a hallelujah celebration and the kids dressed up, I was impressed I, I dressed up as the king of the Congo or something, I had an outfit I could just put on that they'd given me a, of ceremonial chieftains in Africa because I was born in Africa but a lot of kids would run up to me but they would wear these outfits uh, at that time the, the the movie The Incredibles was quite still kind of vibrating and people dressed up in The Incredibles outfits uh, or they could dress up as Batman, Superman or a Disney character. I, w I just want to say that we have authority and Jesus, the word of the Lord tells us that every knee bows and every tongue confesses Jesus is Lord. So we don't want darkness and evil Amen. define us and that should not put any fear in us. So if the kids want to get dressed, let them get dressed in biblical uh, or Disney characters, um, whatever character, but make it in the atmosphere of honoring the Lord Jesus Christ. And a lot of us may live in neighborhoods where you might hear a ring on the doorbell and 
those voices, ain't trick or treat. We do need to pray, by the way. I, this is something I don't think we had previous years. But the way fentanyl has been smuggled in to the United States, and a lot of it in the form of people, little kids would consider it Snickers or, I mean, little, what, M&M type things. But little bit of that and that can kill a person. Then that, it's, it's part of how the, we need to pray for the, our borders are broken and tremendous amount of smuggling, cartel activity, criminal activity, drug lords rampant. And so we do need a change and yes. we do need this election to give us yes. a turnaround yeah. to have representatives from the Senate, the House, and in the state legislators who will reflect the concerns of godly parents all across this land. And that we, especially for this day and tomorrow, pray that the children will have safety and that there will not, that evil powers will not put fentanyl in their bags. Amen, Lord uh, Jesus. It's an important thing yeah. for us that uh, this is an hour that we will, again, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right. but right. against powers Amen. and principalities. Amen. And uh, so we maintain what, and I'm grateful that we are, I don't especially just want to say to every family, don't get scared. We have authority. Say, I have authority. I have authority. And Thank you, we Jesus. have said that before, but it's good in the context of ghouls and goblins and all of the people talking about that, that as believers we are in faith, but our eyes are on Jesus. Yeah. We're not defined by all these yeah. dark powers. Yeah. And in that, I just wanted to um, reiterate and underline for us what some of the themes that were touched. I was for me, I, I really, Sister Barbara Yoder's uh, sharing parallel some of my, the things that I was sensing at that time. I want to go to Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 22. This is the story of Jehoshaphat and the battle between Israel and the other powers that are coming around to defeat them and realize in this hour that there are bizarre and very perverse sources actively trying to do their evil things to influence our children, to influence our children, uh, the schools, 
there was a, I heard an interview with a young girl, 13 years old, and her dad, that there was a young man who wanted to use his bathroom that was a boy, but I think he feels like, or but about the same age, 14 or so, but just because he thinks he may want to try to be a woman, and it's an embarrassing thing for the young girl to have a man come and use the bathroom. Um, but I, these are just certain things that are happening in our nation that we need to be conscious of and say, you, you know, just like Gandalf, you shall not pass. You shall not yeah, pass. On the, on the bridge, amen. And here is the scripture now when they began to sing, Second Chronicles 20, and to praise, sing and praise. Say sing. Sing. Praise. Praise. Those are important words Thank we're going Jesus. to be. And that, say it to yourself. When you get a little anxious or feel alone. I'm scared. I'm commissioned to sing and to praise. The Lord, that's your part. And then the Lord does his part. The Lord set ambushes. Amen. Against Lord. the yes, people of Jesus. Amen, Moab, and Monsher. These are armies from these places. That's not against people, but against the Kalabash armies that represent these places who had come against Judah. And they were defeated. Say, they were defeated. They were defeated. So powers Amen, may Lord. rise up. Make it so. But we make a stand. And the powers of darkness are defeated. Those arrayed against our children, your children, grandchildren, in their school systems, and in our, then in all across, in all the different areas in our cities, that some, the drug cartels have so taken over, and they make billions of dollars marketing to innocent Americans, especially to young people, and that that kind of atmosphere leads to lawlessness and criminality, and then entire cities are taken over by violence and lawlessness. And so we see this at this time. And during these elections, there are those who would say, no, don't look there. No, no, no. Here. Hello. And <laughs> we, have to, we have to be a little more sophisticated and say, no, no, no. Like I really appreciate it. Like I said, Carrie Lake, who said, no, the media is not going to blind us. And <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. for the people... Of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Zair to utterly kill and destroy them. When they had made an end of the inhabitants of Zair, they helped to destroy one another, so they turned against one another. And may that be the strategy. May they turn against Amen. each other. Wow. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, Thank you, Jesus. they looked Karabash. toward the multitude, and there were their dead bodies <laughs> fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. 
Say, no one had escaped. No one had escaped. And I pray that that's what Amen, Lord is Jesus. going to be happening Amen, in these God. coming days. Lord, thank you. It says in Psalm 9. Wait, wait, go on. Because, look, it gets better. Yeah, all right. That's when, go <laughs> when Jehoshaphat and the people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance. Say abundance. Of valuables. Come on. And, and the beautiful thing, the Lord is speaking to us very dynamically right now. In this moment, praise brings us revelation strategies, brings the provision of the Lord. And that's what happened here. An abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewelry. They stripped them. This is, we, this, have we seen this before? The deliverance when? From Egypt, right? Most unexpected that their former captives were saying, here, 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 take this, take this, take this, and go. Praise the Lord. It says, they, they, um, which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry. Say more than they could carry. Say it again. The Word of God is alive and active. He gives it to us in the presence of the Holy Spirit in order to activate the same faith within us. So let's step into this time of unusual provision from the Lord that Christians and the church may be in every way a house of bread, a house of provision, not just for eating for ourselves, but with more than enough, that abundance, biblical abundance, to have more than enough for our needs and some to give away, to help others. Um, it says that... Uh, an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies, precious jewel, they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. They were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. Reminds you again of the multiplication of the loaves and fishes, for instance, or the moment that they needed to pay the, the taxes and Jesus said, go fish. That was Peter's normal way of making a living. But a fish wouldn't pay the tax, but he caught a fish and in the fish's mouth, the Lord had created a gold coin, had put a gold coin in that, in that fish's mouth. But look at this. On the fourth day, say the fourth day. They, so they were gathering for three days, and then what did they do? They didn't sit down and revel in it. They didn't even have a big feast. You know what they did? They worshiped. They came together and blessed the Lord. And it's beautiful because they assembled in a valley. They assembled in a valley. We are in a valley in this nation. Many of us are in valleys in our lives, collectively, families, in a, in a place of decision, in a low place, in a difficult place, in a place of shadow. Many, many families are. Many people are. But they assembled in the valley of Barakah, for there they, the valley of blessing. So we determine that we will turn every valley into a place of blessing. Can you say blessing? Blessing. Say blessing. Blessing. They assembled in the valley of Barakah, for there they blessed the Lord, and therefore the name of that place was called the valley of blessing unto this day. And I believe that the Lord is speaking to us dynamically. And in fact, 
I had written down earlier during worship, there is someone who is very intentionally either here this morning or watching online, and I heard the word windfall. Say windfall. windfall. And suddenly, in my mind, as we were worshiping, I saw the story from Numbers 11 where the, the Lord causes his breath to blow an abundance of quail. So much, I think in that story, they gathered for three days. or something. They gathered day and night. There was such an abundance. And uh, what I saw is there is for you, for that person, it may be more than one, intently watching today because you find yourself in this valley where you suddenly need a turnaround. I heard the word windfall, and I saw the breath of the Lord suddenly blow into your wilderness an abundance. So we declare and pray, come, Holy Spirit, come, breath of God, do your marvelous act in this Amen. time and turn every valley into a valley of blessing for your people in the name of Jesus. Can you say amen? Amen. 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 And in the same context that Bill was giving us his testimony, we just want to, in this place of praise and worship, want to send the word that the people watching yes. us and those here, that they are going through certain seasons of the one, especially I feel like Thank the one Jesus. who's getting treated for cancer, that Thank you look you, to the Lord, that we are going to, and I appreciate the doctors and what they are doing, God, but God is giving you a healing. Thank you, Jesus. And receive that healing that the Bible says no weapon, and this cancer is going to be can canceled away. No weapon formed against you can prosper. And we pray also for heart disease. Right now, that if you have uh, certain things that you have inherited from your family line, Amen. we're going to stand against those, and the curses are going to fall away. Amen, Lord. In Jesus' Thank name. Thank you, Jesus. That skin conditions Thank you, Lord. are being healed. Receive in now. In the name of Jesus. Just receive. That Thank you, Jesus. Your child, if there's any kind of skin ailment, the Lord is breaking the shadow of the curse. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that God's name is being exalted. In Jesus' name. The recovery that is someone who needs the... Um, Transplant. Thank you, Jesus. Your kidney. And we Thank just praying resurrection glory over your kidney. Either it's going to be supplied supernaturally or God's going to resurrect the dead parts of thank the kidney. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord, we thank you yes, for revival. Yes, come on, church. Let's agree and together. for just a miracle turnaround. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And the woman, I just recall, the woman with, that's been told breast cancer, whatever. Thank you, Jesus. You are going to be touching the hem of Jesus' garment, just like that woman with the issue of blood. And the Lord is going to transform where there are uh, blessed our sister Alice yes. and others in the body that yes. need a turnaround 
We are praying. Thank you, Lord. Give us miracles. We believe Jesus Christ is Lord in this hour. That he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. And receive. Receive the glory. Receive the miracle. God is extending. We are not going to take it. Oh, well, it's happening now. And we are going to take No, no. We are going to claim long life. Yay, God. And healing in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. It says in Psalm 9, uh, verse 1 onwards, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. Remember, it's important for us to rehearse and don't get, ever get tired of us thanking the Lord. It was good for us to hear about yeah. the rescue that God had for Bill Chaplinsky yeah. that happened yesterday. Yeah. And we were actively involved in praying and that his, his body would not be snapped in two. The glory yeah. of God was there. Yeah. And we are thankful. And we th I thank you, each of us here that was fasting and praying. There was God was up to something awesome. And he was releasing his miracle glory. And we're going to harvest yes. from the prayer and fasting right. in the coming That's days. That's the word. Yeah. Say we're going to harvest. We're going to harvest. You know, Pastor Mahesh, the, the Jehoshaphat story, it's, it, it's such a word that you, you know, brought us to this morning as a word of compass. But I keep seeing the layers in this because the, it, it says in the next verses from where we were, they returned every man of Judah. Say Judah. Judah. So these were the people of praise that had uh, uh, received, that experienced this great victory. The people of praise, they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat in front of them to go back to Jerusalem with joy. Say joy. joy. With joy. Say it again. Joy. For the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. And they came to Jerusalem with stringed instruments and harps and trumpets into the house of the Lord. Say into the house. Into the house. And that's another thing. The Lord is speaking prophetically to his church to say, gather again, gather again together. And we need to listen because the captain of armies is giving us some kind of strategic instruction. And I believe that it is more than just for our own personal edification. I believe that it is for a wider dynamic that is immediately incumbent upon us having to do with what we are calling revival and what we've been looking for. But come to the house of the Lord. And the fear of God, remember Timothy, do these things in order that we might live peaceable and quiet lives with all godliness. And look what it says. And so the fear of God came on all the kingdoms of those countries when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet. Say quiet. For his God gave him rest all around. Amen. So the Lord is speaking to us, emphasizing these same simple things, these same simple words of encouragement and empowerment and strategies. I want to just take a step back. And when the problem arose that 
I want us to take note of how Jehoshaphat approaches God and that we need to remember the art of approaching God, that there is an That's art. Good. And we can learn that, that it's, I mean, you know, when you're <laughs> about to crash 120 miles an hour or something, someone is coming against you. You can just say, oh, God, help, or something like that. But there's an art, if you have time, how do you approach God? And here it says in verse 5 of Second Chronicles 20, it says, Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And see the steps. See how there is an art in approaching God and praising him. Lord, and this may seem sometimes, well, this is too mechanical, but it is anointed. Do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand, is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? So that's a good wow. prayer for us now. Yes. As these people have sneaked into our, into our schools or into our corporations and they have made us deny. Right now, there, there are problems in Europe, for example. Yeah. Entire nations that are desperate as the, the weather is turning cold. They found the, the idiot mentality that has tried to drive them that they have denied their coal, their gas, their petroleum, and shut down where they used to be able to get that. Now they have to suddenly run up. Oh, let's, let's dig the mines. Let, let's, let's see if we can warm ourselves. And people, literally, people will die of cold because they have, denied and they'll listen mm -hmm. to demonic propaganda and brainwashing about, I believe there were lies about climate change. There's always been climate. There's always been bad weather, and good weather. And this whole thing that we are going to, you know, the oceans are going to take over in five years and all of that. There's just a lot of exaggerated stuff that has lies that have been told people and they have denied the provision that God has given us. And we want to thank the Lord. Lord, you put gas, you put all this wonderful petroleum reserves for us so we could turn around, harvest all of this stuff so that we can keep our people warm in the winter. We are, I was praying, for, I was talking with Quincy when he was here. He was telling how the people there on the reservations, how very, very much they are victim to the climate and how they have real challenges heating those little homes, those most simple homes yeah. in the reservations. And we're going to see how we can help them. Um, but this is, this is not a time to deny our provision. But it is so good to hear the prayer of Jehoshaphat. Is in your hand, is there not power and might 
so that no one is able to withstand you. Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend wow. forever? And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in your, in, and for your name, saying, if disaster comes upon wow. us, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, whether it's COVID, whatever it is, or famine, or lack, there's going to be tremendous uh, challenges for baby food in the coming months. We will stand before this temple and in your presence, for your name is in this temple, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear. Say, you will hear. You will hear. And you will save. And you will save. So, Lord, hear our cry. Yes. And save. Forgive us of our foolishness and the fraud. And may we turn. By the way, I believe we still have 50 states, not 54 states. From the last information I had. Anyway, <laughs> and now here, here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Zion, uh-huh. whom you have not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your, <coughs> excuse me, of your possession, which you have given us. To inherit, O oh, our God, will you not judge them? Come on, Lord. For we have no power against this great multitude mm-hmm. that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. So there is an approach when we have it, when we have time to come to the Lord, to honor Him, and to remind Him of His promises. Lord, you have promised all of this. And there are, there are great promises God has given us and given this land. He has given us supernatural victories in the past yeah. Yeah. and provided. And remember this, I, I hope I don't uh, say too often, but he has blessed our land so we can be a blessing to others. So may we also be able to harvest in our nation the farmers don't have the fertilizer that they need so they can do plant a crop. And it's so expensive all over. And it's people, foolish people, who have gotten in charge. And may we, we elect people who will have courage. Yes. And Clarity. who will give us, help us turn Godly around. wisdom. Yes, absolutely. And that's the thing. I mean... Every, every issue that we're facing in terms of provision comes down to that one epicenter of the whole issue of climate change. And regardless of the science or not science, what we're seeing is the conclusions being drawn by the policymakers have missed it. And there are so many examples, but one of them was the recent uh, hurricane, Ian, and the electric cars 
that got salt water in them began to spontaneously combust, and it took at least six firefighters for six hours working aggressively with thousands and thousands of gallons of water and other stuff to put out the fire of one electric car that had spontaneously combusted, not to mention the carcinogens from that whole dynamic going into the ground and will be there for the next 90 years or so. I mean, these are such irrational, radical uh, pressures being put on the whole globe by the policymakers. And we have these battalions of these kind of thinkers. Um, it, you know, there's a, there's a progression in the narrative of scripture where God, when he's addressing in, in the, agrar the agrarian uh, ancient times that we see battles being fought here, but the, the uh, armies of invaders or enemies or foreign kings that are taking over are typically referred to in scripture as having chariots and horses and kings. And during the conferences, I was reviewing some of this stuff. I suddenly realized the chariots we're facing now are these institutions, corporations, whether it's mass media things or even political blocks, so on and so forth, are chariots. They are chariots, strong uh, entities that individual human beings may not have much power against. It's like Bill against an auger. But um, the horses that draw these things are the ideas, the ideologies um, that are, are, are the drivers or the supporters that build up these institutions that become a nemesis to regular people, to the well-being of families. And then there are kings who ride in these things, empowered persons. So we are, we are with the God of angel armies who is with us, and he will give us strategies. And even here, just like Apostle Yoder, it was so brilliant. But the people of praise then got the strategy. The Lord said, stand still, and the battle is not yet. But he said, we don't know what to do. What do we do? And then the strategy came to him in that particular case. And, and the we prophet. all the way over to the end where the blessing came. So the Lord is saying this to us. We just need to enter in in faith, come together, and go collectively into the valley of blessing and confront these enemies in prayer and in our engagement in our communities. And we cannot have the attitude, been there, done that, gotten the T-shirt. Right. We want to make sure that, I mean, I wanted to say, if the devil steals our praise and worship, yeah. He can steal our victory. So we want to keep on praising him, thanking him, Thank worshiping Jesus. the king of glory and not get tired. That this is part of our duty and our calling. Do this, the Lord says. <clears throat> and uh, um, Did you finish in scripture. Psalm 9? I interrupted you, so. There was a, I, I had gone to another one. Okay. Second Chronicles 29, it says in, about Hezekiah in verse 30, Moreover, King Hezekiah and the leaders commanded the Levites to sing praise to the Lord with the words of David and of Asaph. So don't feel guilty about using the Bible or using Psalms to praise the Lord. You don't have to come up with your own words. Use those that That's have good. been used in the past. The, 
the, the words of David and of Asaph the seer. So say, they sang praises with gladness and they bowed their heads and worshiped. So remember, That's praise beautiful. until worship comes, the spirit of worship. Worship until the glory comes yeah. and stay yes, yes, in the yes. glory. Yeah. And especially these next couple of weeks, we need to keep on staying in that realm. And then we'll go on again into worship and thanksgiving, just like when Jehoshaphat and his followers were able to harvest yes. Amen. Yeah, the treasures. You, Praise God. Yeah. But I, I wanted to go back um, to how this, how the Lord gave us praise. Judah, the birth of Judah. And it says, when the Lord, it, it says in Genesis 29, when the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, <laughs> He opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. So Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, the Lord has surely looked on my affliction. Now, therefore, my husband will love me. And it goes on and on. Her husband is a problem, but <laughs> Leah is looking to the Lord. So Reuben, which means the Lord has seen my affliction. And then she goes on. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, Because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. He called <laughs> his name Simeon. And the Lord has listened. It, that me, well, that's what it means. She conceived again and bore a son. And said, <laughs> Now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name was called Levi, and that's that the Levi, the tribe, led the worship generations down. And she conceived again <laughs> and bore a son and said, Now I will praise the Lord. Wow. Therefore, she called his name Judah. Then she stopped bearing. So she conceived, and the God himself came down heard her prayer, and gave awesome. the supernatural awesome. gift. And then the fourth son was Judah. I'm going to praise the Lord. And so and that's a good lesson for us, yeah. that we are no matter what the circumstances yeah. are, wherever you are, you're going to praise the Lord. That's part of your calling. I'm called to praise the Lord. Say, I'm called. I'm called. To praise the Lord. To praise the Lord. Wherever I am. Wherever I am. And by the way, nice little uh, addendum to this is that when it's time for Jacob to go on to glory, <laughs> he specifically says yeah. and makes a request that he be buried with Leah. Not, 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 not necessarily Rachel, but Leah is who he's buried with. And that's an interesting observation. I, perhaps one he who was recognizing his inheritance, you know. I mean, his, the sons, the sons of Israel. 
She yep. was she was very very fruitful to give him those sons. And you find, by the way, in Genesis 37, when Joseph is thrown into a pit oh, by beautiful. his brothers, the brother who gets him out of the pit is called Judah. The Judah will that's get awesome. you out of the corner. Wow, that's Judah awesome. will get Wow. With, so you pray. Judah will get you out of wherever you're cornered. Start praising the Lord. Paul and Silas knew it. Exactly. They were in prison. That's right. In they fact, started praising. The chains broke off. The doors broke open. And the jailer's house got saved. Shabba. Amen. Let's wow. go there. In fact, it will be good Lord for us. The Lord is good. Isn't the Lord good? He's so good to us. And his word comes. It literally comes to us like rain. Praise the Lord. And it says, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. <laughs> and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. May that be Amen, so Lord. for all of us who are listening here as we thank the Lord, as we praise and sing praises to him. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord send a supernatural deliverance and earthquake. Just Amen. as the Lord sent deliverance even to Bill Chaplinsky yesterday. Amen devil would not tear his back up that the Lord gave deliverance. We want to thank the Lord that oh, the man. Lord is sending supernatural earthquakes. Yay, God. Suddenly there was a great earthquake thank you, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open. Now I'm wondering, would this have happened if Paul and Silas had not chosen to worship the Lord and praise him. And right there in the lowest, lowest part of the prison, way down several levels, yeah. they are in the deepest part. And they have been whipped. They are in pain. And they said, we're going to ignore this. We're going to thank the Lord, praise him, thank him. And as they aggressively did so, the Lord sent an earthquake Jesus. so Lord that the foundations Jesus. of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open wow. supernaturally and everyone's chains <laughs> were loosed. That is supernatural deliverance. Say supernatural deliverance. Supernatural deliverance. It's not someone came and unlocked the chains. The chains <laughs> wow. fell off. Oh. And the prison door wasn't some guard went and used the key and unlocked it. The Lord opened every prison door. Wow. Not just one, not just theirs, but everyone's prison. And everyone's chains fell off. So know that as we are thanking him, praising him, the Lord's going to bless your granddaughter. Thank you, Jesus. I see someone's granddaughter is getting... Deliverance. Thank you, Lord. 
excuse me. <laughs> and, but realize your prayers, Amen. the chains are falling off. The Thank chains of drug addiction and alcoholism. Someone's husband is being delivered in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And there's addiction that you are thinking of divorce, but I want to say, let's think of deliverance and healing and restoration for that marriage. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Yes, God. That you, even yes, as you release Paul and Silas, do it again, Lord. Send your mighty earthquake. Thank you, God. Lord, listen to our prayer. Where this election is concerned. Lord, open prison doors. Bless the schools. Lord, where there is demonic opposition to godly men and women running. Foul accusations. Lord, send your deliverance. It's amazing. I've listened to some of the interviews. And I'm amazed at how the Lord lifts certain ones and pulls down. May he pull down Amen. the wicked and godly people yes, be raised Jesus, up Lord. to lead us at this hour. Yeah. Because this is a critical hour. And on one hand, Putin is in a type Frenzy. of confusion and He's talking about nuclear weapons. And uh, our own leader does not know how many states are there in the union. Um, we, we need the Lord's supernatural help. And he will give us the answer. <laughs> now I know why. It says in Psalm 2 that the Lord sits in the heavens and laughs. <laughs> Did you see the leader of the free world? He was literally on camera in the middle of a sentence in an interview with MSNBC, and he punked and fell asleep. <laughs> the interviewer had to go, excuse me, excuse me, Mr. President, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> I feel bad. I don't. But <laughs> we need that. Derek's prayers, Lord, give us leaders such that you would be to your glory to give us the victory. He kind of mumbled. He said, Dr. Jill says that. She's an educator, supposedly, doctor. Oh, dear. You, come on. Come on. This we are living in somebody's really bizarre melodramatic comedy that was written in the 1960s or something. <laughs> it's like if you remember there was a, a movie called Being There where the gardener, Chauncey the gardener, ended up by these reporters there of this billionaire's gardener or something and and this uh, these reporter type people mistook him for the president. And it's it's really quite funny the the oh, advisor to the president. The advisor to the president. And the guy knew nothing except, you know, 
weeding and planting certain seeds and that kind of stuff, how to garden. And the immediate everything he said was such a brilliant, mysterious parable of wisdom about governing a nation and it, absolutely insane. But one of the movie posters I remember is the sprinklers had come on, right? So they had wet down the sidewalk and they... <laughs> movie poster is Chauncey the gardener is walking down the sidewalk and it makes it look like he's walking on water because the sprinklers had come on it. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry, I digress, but you know, you gotta have a little levity. <laughs> well. May the Lord guide these coming days. Come on. Oh my goodness. Please. And we're going to praise the name of the Lord. That's why our answer is in the Lord. <laughs> yes. And in the name of the Lord, Amen. we shall be saved. We shall be delivered. Oh, and God gives us a turnaround. Not only for our sake, but the sake many other nations and many other yes people. Lord Jesus so we are going to go to the Lord now uh, through communion we hope you enjoyed this message to order more great resources by Mahesh and Bonnie Chavda visit us at org. for a full catalog of our products you can call us at 1-800-730-6264 God bless you